Uh, that's right. We did it. Yeah, yeah, that was a crispy one. That might be oh, like know. the textbook model of intros yeah, for totally. eras to come. Yeah. So we're we're super stoked to like usher in the new year early for y'all. <laughs> this is early New Year's. Welcome to the new year already, because it's just off-putting to have that new year all new when it's new. Yeah, like when it gets this late in the year, you ever like, you know what, I'm just fucking done with this year. Yeah, let's, let's prepare. Just, let's start over at some arbitrary starting point so we can feel like we're, we're starting fresh. Yeah, and, call and it now. It's going to be a whole new me this year. <laughs> yeah. Play that whole game, you know? <laughs> we don't do taxes until... Like, what, April? April? Deep into the next year. Disappointingly so. so. Oh, yeah, it's because we long to be able we to get We love to do taxes around here. Sooner, yeah. That's oh, one man. of my greatest pat times. Dude, I got Past. a jury duty summons for the day after Christmas. No! Like, how bullshit is that, man? <laughs> There's nothing holy. Right? There's yeah. nothing sacred. I thought the government was going to get shut down. Just entirely. They should now. Now that I got jury duty, I support a government shutdown. Yeah. (laughs) Now it's the time. Yeah. Oh, man. So, as is the method of this season, we're on Facebook Live and also YouTube. So, there's two different places to uh, chatty, chattily chat, get chatty with us, chat it up. And also, places to share and grow and learn and uh, be as one together on the chat. Or just one of those things. Or you none know. of those things. I think I no made pressure. a point about that chattiness. So, news though. Yeah. So. Whoa, that was a double. That was a double move one. You know how we always got to start the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, this will be, this can, we can just throw this in the segment of a uh, guess where this happened and what state. Oh no! Right away, we're gonna guess what state something. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is a good one, man. It's rarely not Florida. Yeah, and this—I'll give you a hint. It's not Florida this time. No. Yeah. Man, I thought there was a crazy Florida one. Oh, probably. That was gonna come up with the. um, Oh, you know what's the crazy Florida one? Shout out to Ange Kerfoot because there's this woman who is in line at a grocery store. That Ange Kerfoot didn't directly interact with. I'm just saying. She mm-hmm. brought us this news. Crack correspondent, Ange Kerfoot, sent me this article. So this woman was in line at a grocery store and farted. And then the person next to her in line was offended and said so. Said something about it bothering him. Mm-hmm. So she stabbed him. End of story. Florida. What? Welcome to Florida. Oh, damn. Florida. <laughs> That's what happens in yeah. Florida. That's why we don't go there. <laughs> so anyway, this state... Your next piece of news did not take place in Florida. I'm going to guess Oregon. You don't want to hear what happened first? Okay, yeah. Tell me what happened. Because it's not Oregon. Give... You're way off, bro. Oh, okay. Not way off. Well, maybe. Yeah, you're I'm, way off. I'm ready to learn and grow. All right. So a woman suing Samsung for 1.8 mil because <laughs> she stuck a phone in her vagina and she couldn't get it out. So she had to go to the emergency room. They had to perform a C-section on this woman. Oh, man. To get the phone out. All right? And I guess it, there's a little conflicting in the article because it says that she first inserted it as a dare from one of her friends. 
Then it also says that she told the judge when she was in court she wanted to see how it would feel to put the cell phone on vibration mode inside of her just for fun. And it soon turned out to be a nightmare. Yeah, people keep calling you. You can't shut her down. Right. Can't reach that power button. Yeah, the thing is, is it Samsung's responsibility to put a note in their instruction manual, a disclaimer, that it's for external use only? I... I would assume so. That's got to be in that terms of service we all agree to. It might be, but that's part. That's like the argument from her attorney is, he says Samsung is definitely at fault here, as they offer no warning (laughs) about the dangers and potential risks during the insertion of their products inside their clients' male or female body cavities or genitals. Phones have only been getting bigger too. It's not like that that baby bottle Nokia sixty nine series or whatever that we all uh, had rich friends that had in the 90s, late 90s, late 90s. And it's one of those things, like, I mean, to most of us... It seems like the wrong dimension. It's like like a a common sense thing. Like, no one's going to do that. And if you do, you deserve what happens to you. Like if you put the bullfrog by kicker through that. Which it would utterly survive, by the way. Yeah. I, I well, at least it has a handle. You can like pull yeah. it out. Yeah. Do you hold that thing up and wave it around? Since they're a sponsor, they sent us these awesome headphones and sent that thing. Even though we don't even need that for the show, we just enjoy the crap yeah. out of it. And we haven't been able to break it yet, even while disrespecting it physically terribly. Yeah. But this this obviously isn't for that. Yeah. Right? They make specific products that, that go in vaginas if you're looking for that kind of thing. I'm sure you can get for a sure. phone shaped one. Like you, can, you can pull out if you really if you really want that a phone. That's a, that's enough of a gimmick to make one shaped like and, a phone, for and those, it even vibrates. <laughs> for those people that love a a, a thin and flatty, yeah, right. Looking for that thin flat man, yeah. But here here's an interesting thing: is uh, you know, Samsung didn't have any comments, whatever. But I guess Apple faced a similar lawsuit. In 2014, there was a dude... There's precedence? There's legal precedence? Yeah, this dude attempted to swallow 14 iPhones. Whoa, that's way more than the amount I could swallow. Ended up in the emergency room for mercury poisoning. Oh, man. And eventually, Apple was forced to legally comply and uh, or legally specify that their products were not fit for human consumption. And the man was uh, conceded an undisclosed amount of money. Wow. So, but this just like, do we really need all of our products to be like, hey, in case you're really, really stupid? I'd hate to make money that way just because I ate my phone. Like, I'm the phone eating guy. I yeah. Got that phone eating money. Like, was a guy, he's like, oh, I, I'm going to see how many of these iPhones I can eat and then sue the shit out of Apple. They didn't tell me not to eat it. <laughs> like, what kind? That's not an argument. Yeah. You know, like that, it's like, obviously, it's, you know what it's for. Can't we have some givens? That some things just are not food for sure. Yeah, right? Like, oh my God. Anything with a battery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, would, you would think so. Any- it's, just- <laughs> it's already like you can't take it on an airplane because it could explode. Don't eat that. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't ever have sympathy for people like that. I'm sorry. So where did this crazy person live is the question. What state? Yeah, yeah. what state did it happen? The, it's womb phone. It's little- Captain Womb phone. Little surprising because I thought Arizona for sure. <laughs> okay, don't tell me yet. All right. Uh, I was gonna say uh, New York. No. Mm. I'm, I'm stumped then. All right. 
Albuquerque. This is a California movement. Oh no! Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's really yeah. surprising me. <laughs> yeah, it's not known for that. Hey, Albuquerque is getting interesting. Albuquerque is getting hip. <laughs> yeah, they got vagina phones. <laughs> Finally. Vagina phones. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. I don't know. Vagina <laughs> phone. <laughs> no. I don't know how it actually goes. Yeah, I don't remember. It's been too long. That's what the phone heard. That's what it sounded like if you called her. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello? Help. <laughs> Those submarine sounds. Help, I'm stuck inside a vagina. <laughs> you hear? <laughs> oh, no. Imagine, like, it just being stuck on, like, an open call yeah. while it was stuck in there. And it's just, like, dude, someone's just on the other end, like, fucking with him. I hear hold music coming from yeah. your pants. Hey! Like, someone get me out of here! Hey! Stop pocket dialing me. She swallowed me up. <laughs> That's oh, amazing. That's that alone. You guys, we're done. That's con- yeah. show accomplished. But like it, stuff like that seems to happen like way more often than it should. Like it should not happen at all. It's because there's too many. Uh, well, I don't want to say there's too many people and make it some population control thing, but there's a lot more people. There's undeniably a lot more chances for people to get creative. Yeah. People are coming up with new innovations each day. People are coming up with all kinds of great ideas, some greater than others. Testing the limits of yeah. what is food and what <laughs> isn't. Testing the limits of what can go within each of our spirits. Asking the important questions. Yeah. What is food, really? I mean, if we can eat it, isn't it technically food? Right? In, in Samsung, if they make something sleek and beautiful, should we not appreciate its slick beauty? Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't have made the, such a beautiful penis-like phone. Yeah, they shouldn't have made it. It's got sexy lines to it, that sleek edges. Yeah. Oh, I know yeah. when I see a Samsung product, it's alluring. Oh, yeah. All right. So, that's the, the whistly clunk of our next topic. All right. Where do we go from here is the question. What about Takeshi 669? Yeah. Oh, Takashi. Takashi. I don't know how you say his name. Uh, to hit ka, ka, the, like the, like the Kashi. Isn't that like a granola bar company? Sure. Like those Kashi, Kashi, uh, yeah, corn, yeah, yeah. cornflake on a stick yeah. kind of situation. I don't know what you're talking about. We, yeah. That is the way to sound the oldest about a young entertainer. Yeah, that's totally. going to be very old when he's finally out of prison. Isn't that a granola bar? <laughs> Sounds like a meal on a stick. <laughs> oh, my God. This young man with his numbers name. Old numbers, boy. Right. Old oh. colorful numbers hair. Right. He's, he's going to be an old man when he's out of prison. Yeah. For racketeering, which is not just like a little bit of assault here and there. It's like assault specifically to maintain the territory of a gang. Specifically the, what is it, Nine Or nine Corrupt bloods? Organizations, yeah. yeah. The Nine Trey Gangsta Bloods. Yeah. Which, if you misspell gangster in your organization, I immediately think that you're uh, total lawbreakers and everyone's going to racketeer in jail. Him and a handful of other people. Him especially. Yeah. Apparently you can't, like, threaten people and sell drugs on Instagram just overtly. Yeah, Who would have yeah. thought? It, I mean, the dude is 22, man. 
<laughs> Minimum sentence of 32 years. To life. Possibility of life. Yeah. Yeah. That. Damn. <laughs> You'd think you would have gotten more warnings that like, hey, you can't just gang it. You, can't, you gotta like. You can't go. The gang thing can't be like the main thing. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> there should be more like PSAs about that, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I feel like most <laughs> people know like that type of stuff is probably illegal. But I think it's like always like criminals are just cocky. Yeah. Especially when they get away with shit for a long time and they're like, I'll never get caught. <laughs> this is the FBI. <laughs> like. I rarely get caught. <laughs> yeah, right. Gotta <laughs> change it up. <laughs> Damn, I shouldn't have released that song. I never get caught. <laughs> Man. With the remix. I got caught once. Where's he going to put prison tattoos? It's like no space left. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Then his face is really going to be covered in tattoos. Which, I mean, if that, you know, if you want to put tattoos on your face, you do you, man. I like when there's an entertainer that I think is just hopelessly stupid and then they end up in jail for a long time. <laughs> I have to say, there's that shade and fraud oh, level yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. If, you, if you feel bad for him, if he's your boy and this is a bummer, sorry, my condolences. My condolences to his family. But, man... <laughs> uh, it was I mean, gonna, if it was going to happen to someone yeah <laughs> yeah I mean that's just that's the risk you take doing he's lucky he's alive Is basically this is lucky yeah right he was not he was running that same path that gets rappers shot yeah it's true all the way shot graveyard dead so as long as he stays friendly in, in uh, prison we can like look forward to maybe 40-50 years from now getting some great new Takashi six nine tracks, by then it's gonna be like all Sinatra esque. He's gonna wheel out in his in his wheelchair. Maybe he'll be lucky enough to just have a walker. Dude, he'll he'll have a residency here when he gets out. Yeah, right away. It'll be like the red piano. Takashi six nine, <laughs> on parole. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just. But the thing, like, what's hilarious to me is like immediately. Culture just, like, memifies him. Like, he's just a meme now. Like, he, he's a young dude who's going to prison possibly for life. Nope, you're just a meme, son. Yeah, well, he was a meme before that, particularly. Yeah. When uh, that trend of people tying their shoes and talking about how people say they can't run fast and then suddenly getting up and running. And that started from his uh, grumpy response to people making fun of when he was running down the street in his underwear. Oh, really? Yeah, there's something with guns involved in running. Yeah, of course, yeah. Underwear running. And boy, boy, did he look like a silly kid. I don't even know you could racketeer that hard at that yeah, silly right. kid level. But That's... man, there's got to be like victims. And even if they're like victims and rival gangs, still, hey. Yeah. Well... That's that. I mean, yeah, racketeering. I had to learn what racketeering was. The get what you get <laughs> tattoo. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a. Um, oh, no, tell me. David Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, David, David Cross, Cross bit about the get what you get tattoo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Google that, you guys. That's. that's Maybe a shout out. Those are the only tattoos he got. <laughs> yeah. He got what he got. All right. Enough wallowing in our pleasure over there. Yeah. Ooh. It's just so juicy. There's another squeaky hit. I'm, I'm on the roll of the squeaky hit ones over here. I'm trying to explore the danker of the, what do you call it, the stingers. 
mm-hmm. because this season we're transitioning starting next year early. We're transitioning into next season, uh, kind of months into next year, but I mean, we're transitioning into a new year. So the, I think we've got to have a new motto and that motto is simply dank news. <laughs> it's been a motto already. Yeah. Yeah. But now officially we're going to, when you see the words dank news out there, even if someone else thought of the same thing, they're really advertising for us. Hashtag dank news. <laughs> our new goal that's been the existing goal, just our favorite one, the goal that turned out best for us is to deliver you the dankest news. What's great about that is we don't have, we don't have to define what dank means. Yeah, everyone... It doesn't have to be the greatest news or the freshest news, just the most uh, like sticky. And uh, you know when the news has a lot of crystals on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. When there's like a lot of THC? Microscope. Yeah. Yeah. It's all juicy. It looks like little little alien bubbles totally. escaping out into space. The the news with the most red hairs. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, what we do. It's that kind of news. The the news where you break it in half and it looks like a geode. Yeah. Sparkle perfect news. Perfect description. Yeah. I'm only describing. I'm clearly making a drug reference, but it's a legal drug in this state. I'm saying yeah. our news is going to be the most weed like. Which <laughs> we can say proudly legally now. Yeah. Hopefully soon, the rest of the country. Although there was another one uh, in the election. What other state? Was it Maine? I want to say Maine. I want to say Maine, too, regardless. They legalized weed. Yeah. Welcome, welcome Maine. Everyone just agree with me. <laughs> All right. So, Dutch police found 400 Gs inside the drum of a washing machine. Oh, yeah. Oh, the money kind of Gs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean... 400K. Insert money laundering puns here. Yeah. And so the dude did get busted or arrested on suspicion of money laundering, which, I mean, you know, it's like, who cares? 400,000, like, banks are probably laundering, like, all our money constantly. (laughs) They're, like, laundering all the mob's money. HSBC is... That's what they do. Look it yeah. up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those dudes. HSBC exists to launder criminal money. Yeah. Like from its Legit. foundation. Yeah. They've been like busted for that already, and they probably still do it. Yeah. Hella not, shady. Not even just saying that. That's actually something you can look at. And up. like yeah. Deutsche Bank just got raided. Yeah. This week, <laughs> which probably is related to money laundering, I'm guessing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so easy. Launder that. But I wonder if this dude is like... They'll never look in here. This isn't where people usually launder money. It's too big to store money. Yeah. Too, yeah it's no the right would, size, apparently. No one would think to launder money on a washing machine. <laughs> oh, no. The police took it literally. Oh, man. Like, you just, it's just a door to open. I'd open every door. But, I mean, what cop was like, hey, I'll just look in here. Oh! Imagine you're surprised, though. Really, You're not going to expect it in the washing machine. You're still going to be... You can have a good giggle as a, a money fund. Yeah, I bet he thought he was clever. Dude was only 24 years old. Ah. Laundering some money, man. <laughs> I guess starting out, trying to... He's he's a couple years behind Takeshi. Yeah. Takashi. Who cares? That's another Ange Kerfoot scoop there. Shout out, crack correspondent. How did that become a term? I think the, just fancy things were like crack back then. Like you, uh, old timey news. You'd be like the best correspondent was like your crack correspondent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like crack mechanic. I don't know how else they use that. 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like just a lot of people are doing crack and they're like, this is good. So what you do must be, must be crack. I think this predated crack and that crack got named yeah, after yeah. this kind of news. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah. They're like, you know, when you watch that really good reporter, man, that's how this feels, yo. <laughs> this shit will get you reporting so, so crack. You're going to feel you know, so informed. Right. Oh my God. Oh Jesus. All right. Get terrible, ready. terrible drug. Time to be more informed. Yeah. All right, so you mentioned this at the beginning. I'll just talk to the stinger. No, you should. It's spooky That's professional. That way. No, you want to you whisper through it. We're all professional. <laughs> all right, so you talked about this earlier, the raking. The great raking. Yeah, we should just jump right into this. Yeah. That's great. I'm going to read some quotes. All right. <laughs> so while Trump was talking about the fires in California... Said, you've got to take care of the floors. Yeah. You know, the floors, floors of the forest. Very important. <laughs> who, who talks about it like that? Not only that, but there's way more acres of forest over there than there are, like, city. It's yeah. hard enough to take care of the ground and the city. Yeah. It's like machines that do that. There aren't people that just sweep the streets. There's right. cars that have brushes on the bottom. You've probably all seen them. That's what we do in the tiny sections that are cities and not these vast thousands of acres of forest. Yeah. Like, we should be raking. But who, it's such a weird way to talk about it, though. Like, not the forest floors. <laughs> the floors, you know. The floors of the forest. <laughs> like, it just, the way he talks is really odd to me a lot of the time. I'm well, sure to a lot of people. It's odd because not a lot of us have uh, good friends that we hear what they say frequently that are also uh, wrestling with senality. Yeah. We don't don't have a lot of friends that are on the, on the way out mentally, so to speak. Yeah. That's a more rare and special game. You might compare them to uh, a grandparent. If any of your grandparents have had the, the money and supplies and, and, vast medical wealth to be able to keep ticking so far into doddering and confidence. <laughs> right. And then, then he goes on to say, I was with the president of Finland and he said, we have a much different, we're a forest nation. Yeah. Forest nation. Keep in mind on a completely different, you know, those lines in the globe. That's like how far you are to the North pole. A way different one of those than California's on. Yeah, Given yeah. That California is like half tropical. Totally different climate yeah. and everything. <laughs> he called it a forest nation, and they spend a lot of time on raking and cleaning and doing things. And they don't have any problem. And when they do, it's a very small problem. Yeah, especially because they have swamp and snowfall most of the year. Yeah. <laughs> swamp nation. California not known for its swampland. And because of uh, unusually hot and dry conditions... Finland actually did have some pretty serious forest fires this year. Yeah, so. that's another funny thing is, in spite of the fact that Finland is way less prone to forest fires, yeah, they're, they're forest firing it up. They, they're the last people that should be talking about how their, their raking is really keeping them away from record forest fire for them right now. Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know. It's uh, such a weird quote. But, yeah, the main point doesn't, like, raking isn't going to do shit. Well, I mean, no, it probably won't. Well, raking might completely be the answer, but you'd have to have everyone 
in the United States all come to California and rake. And just rake. Yeah, and they'd have to each rake an acre. Yeah. <laughs> that would get it handled. Then we get it all raked then. Who wants to come rake? Who wants to rake a whole acre? Because that's what you got to do. We've got enough acres for that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. These kicker headphones are really comfortable. I'm just smooshing them all around because I uh, forgot that I could just turn them down a little bit. I was trying to adjust manual volume by like how much it's on my ear. It's oh, a yeah, fun yeah. game. Anyway, rake. Hey, everybody, grab a rake. Yeah, you can, you can actually rake all of your problems away if you think about it. Yeah. You know? Like a boss giving you trouble. Sit him with a rake. Rake him. Show him the old rake. Rake him up. <laughs> Give him the old rake four. The old rake one, two. The old oh, rake, rake eight. Give him the old rake number 12. I'm just adding numbers to that. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this is one. Anytime this pops up in the news, I'm like really interested in this. And I, I don't really know why I'm fascinated by it. But the whole loot box issue. Loot box. The video news. game loot boxes, right? So if anyone, we've been following that. Yeah, and it's, the loot ha- box it's yeah. Gate. Loot, loot gate. box. Loot. Yeah, loot. loot. Loot gate box. Yeah. So if anyone's not familiar, I'm sure everyone is, but you know, just in case, whatever. Uh, loot box is basically like an in-item game that you can pay for with actual money or usually in-game currency, and it randomly gives you items for the game. Some of those are like entirely cosmetic. Some of those. Uh, will help you do better at the game because it's like a more powerful item or character or something like that, right? Some of them cripple the game to not have. Yeah, and so, so, I mean, it is a hard balance, but a lot of the argument is that they're like akin to gambling. And um, they've actually been banned in Belgium, so a lot of games that have like loot boxes can't um, be sold in Belgium, and they've had to been removed from that region, like uh, online games and stuff. Um, but they're saying that it's like causing an increase of like young problem gamblers is Yikes. what it looks like and it it's like the same type of uh behavioral training that is with like slot machines or gambling in general where it's uh i just had it anyway it's based on like a variable rate variable rate of the reward so that if uh like, you don't know when a reward is coming, but you yeah. know that one is it, it's possible. It drives you nuts. Yeah, and people It's like are a known psychological do, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's totally just like science. You know so a reward is possible, science. but you don't know about what amount of time before you get it. You, that's that's makes you want to really hit the button. Yeah, and they're doing like tons of experiments and like, uh, yeah, it's totally crazy. And it just makes our brains act in a not normal way. And it's not like any... It's not like something people control. Like, if you think there's some kind of, like, uh, willpower or something that's just this, like, thing that some people have and some people don't. I mean, that's kind of true, but it's also, like, a finite resource and that you can actually wear out your willpower. Um, But anyway, so, yeah, now the Federal Trade Commission is looking into it. I just saw that in the notes. That's escalated. Yeah. And they're looking into it directly because of uh, it causing like an, an uptick in young gamblers because it's just training your brain for that variable, variable interval reward or something like that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Man, this, this current generation of young people, 
there's there's these loot boxes after you trying to teach you how to gamble and get you gambling addicted. FTC's after that. Then you've got CTE when you go and play American football. It's the most brain damaging sport that any yeah. nation's got. So you got that. You've got a a one in one hundred chance of going to prison, which is like easily double the next most imprisoning nation, which I think is like Brazil or something South American and creepy. It's not like one of our other, what we normally would think of as first world nations, our other, yeah. uh, in Europe or something, they imprison not even a fourth as many people as we do. So, like, so you got the man trying to throw you in jail. And then, um, what was that last kid risk? There was something else. I had like a, like a segue of multiple things going after you as a kid. Okay. Loot boxes. Oh, I was going to say, millennials being blamed for killing everything it's really just because they're the poorest generation so far yeah so Which is, yeah <laughs> like everyone knows you always see these articles like are millennials killing budweiser yeah you know because millennials don't buy as much budweiser beer are millennials killing restaurants are millennials killing the cable industry <laughs> and it's like are I saw millennials killing uh high class automobiles it's just like these are all wealthy things that they're killing yeah, we can't afford these millennials just hate nice things. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's the case. None, none of us want houses. Meanwhile, they're broke and their parents are broke because the parents of the millennials, the Gen Xers, are a step down from the baby boomers too. Yeah. So it's just been this declining base income class of each generation in America since the baby boomers, which is like, okay, there's going to be some amount of correction. But then at this point, I think we're past correction to the point where like, no, nah, we made all our kids poor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah. Then we're not homeowners, and it's not even a content. Like, did millennials kill owning a home? Yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. No, no they just love us. apartments. Yeah, we all like. Yeah, everyone that's sleeping in a van loves it. Yeah, we love sharing walls with people. Yeah, yeah, we love hearing our neighbors hump. Yeah, we're just apartment <laughs> dwellers from the core. Something about us. Oh man, <laughs> yep. Turns out, just like more millennials are poor, and that's that's why we can't buy shit. Go figure. We're born on top of a. Uh, the Great Recession. Yeah. In our case, that's like what we like rolled out of high school into. Yeah. yeah. It's a recession time. Yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, it's, just, it's yeah, it's a, just a completely different like world from our parents. Like, I, it, this was a couple years ago, but I, I like didn't have a job at the time. My mom was telling me like, oh, well, you need to like print out a bunch of copies of your resume and go go around to places and fill out a re- uh, application. And and hand the manager your resume. And I'm like that. That's not really how like most places do things. Access the manager, yeah. Yeah, like they'll just like point to a kiosk and be like, "Okay, fill out the online application." You could have done this from home, you dummy. Yeah. You're not getting the job. Bunch <laughs> <laughs> of Target's got those like booths you go and sit. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's pretty nice. But I'd probably like they just throw away all the ones people apply from there. It's like this person can't even afford a home. Yeah, and it's just like sorting there. algorithms that like look for like disqualifiers. So yeah, like, you probably the, disqualified like after filling it out for some weird reason. Probably disqualified from your race, just because there's less people your race hired in the past. So the algorithm just assumes that your race and like just or economical things about where you grew up and 
uh, your income level of your parents, all these little details that are completely out of your control that also might coincide with your race due to just its history of oppression, whatever race it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the algorithm just thinks you're like a high risk for crime and you like go to jail for something that someone else <laughs> just be sent free for. You fill out a job application and yeah. get arrested instead. Yeah, we say, <laughs> we say a lot of crazy stuff and obviously I'm stringing two things together. Yeah. But this problem of racist algorithms in sentencing is an actual issue yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that's getting explored right now. How we accidentally came to that point. Yeah, we're like algorithms like pick up our biases and stuff, mm -hmm. and it, it that, that's a really interesting subject too. But uh, yeah, millennials, man. Yeah, I'm trying to tie things together so you can follow a knotted logic rope ladder of and destiny. That, and there's that like the funny thing is is like all these like huge companies are are trying to like put out like a smear campaign on millennials, right? Like it's our fault we're not buying their shitty stuff. Yeah, where I think like, it's like just cable. the. Yeah. Like, who the fuck wants to pay for cable? I have, like, Netflix is, like, a fraction of cable, man. We like, need you as an internet provider, and then yeah, we just want this pipe it. to whatever we want. That's all we want. Yeah, like, I can get all that shit online. Why do I want to pay you? Yeah. To, Be like, a better internet provider, and then we will yeah, buy your like, service. make cable a better service, and, like, we wouldn't have, be having this conversation, but, you know. Yeah, cable on demand is just coming through your, your data connection anyway. So just make the data connection good. I like services like that, but they shouldn't cost more than the competitors. Yeah. It's not how that works. Yeah, I mean... You don't I just get a free ride because of age discrimination. Yeah, or because you're, you're a big cable <laughs> and you're, like, the only, the only one. <laughs> no, or I mean, that can, like, apply to anything. Like, are millennials killing Applebee's? I saw that one a while yeah. back. <laughs> uh, really? Really, Applebee's? <laughs> Y'all gotta, like come up with a better happy hour menu or something. I don't know. Yeah. But no one's going to Applebee's. I mean, some people are, but you know. I, I am later. I love Applebee's. Shout yeah, out to I Applebee's. Hook I, it haven't, up. I haven't been there in, in years, but Southwest egg rolls. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's, it's I haven't been there in years either, but I had a great time. Yeah. It's totally going back. Yeah. We're going to save Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to save them. Hey, Let's save Chili's first. I always thought Chili's was like the cooler Applebee's. Yeah. See, because this is what happens when you spend all your money on loot boxes. It, it's Chili's is like a dollar cheaper than Applebee's. That's why it's the cooler one. <laughs> <laughs> and fajitas. Yeah. Speaking of fajitas, Juan's flaming fajita cantina in yeah. Las Vegas. That guy, Juan himself is not only super cool, but his fajitas are amazing. And if you get... Uh, if you mention RadioVegas.rocks there, something cool happens. I know a lot of our sponsors give you 10% off for mentioning RadioVegas.rocks. I don't remember if that's a deal with them or something else happens or someone dances for you or you get a birthday cake or something. But no matter what, you get an amazing flaming hot fajita by an awesome supporter of the station, supporting free speech and radio and this enterprise here, along with Naked City Pizza. Naked City Pizza with their pepperoni cups. Like the, the yummiest way to have I, pepperoni involved. I still actually want them to do like a cup full of pepperonis. Like that's that's where my it's mind like goes. Pepperoni every cups time. in a cup. Yeah. I oh, guarantee man. they'd make that for you. They're super nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, can I just get a bunch of pepperoni cups in a cup? Yeah. Mm, I'll have to try it. Just bring your own cup, just like Burning Man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fill her up, boys. Just bring a big old bucket. Yeah. Speaking of Latin foods, like Juan's Flaming Fajita Cantina, and Moondog, Moondoggies. Moondoggies is a bar that happens to contain one of the Naked City pizzas. There's also a brand new Naked City pizza location in the Cortez. Yeah. If you want to revitalize your Cortez love. The L. 
Cortez. Sorry, you're right. El Cortez. Isn't that just the the Cortez? Yeah. If we say the El Cortez. <laughs> it's like uh, ATM machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So oh, what are those called? I can't remember. Acronyms? Yeah, but there's a specific one for where people use the acronym incorrectly. I want to say recursive. Just I'll because accept. I want to say recursive. I'll accept it. it's, yeah. yeah. It's a recursive algorithm. <laughs> Recursive. Or speak, speaking of recursion, you like fractal jokes that aren't really funny? Yeah. <laughs> There's only like two possible fractal jokes, I think. But anyway, what, what is... Is so, that a fractal joke in itself, that there's only two possible fractal jokes? I don't think so. Maybe, <laughs> though. So, you know, Benoit B. Mandelbrot was the guy who was like really one of the big founders of uh, fractals, and he found the... Uh, the one that most people are familiar with, it looks like the little bug. Yeah, the Mandelbrot set. Yeah, Mandelbrot set. I thought it looked like like, like a heart that's also yeah, testicles. Co- yeah, yeah it looks gun. like heart nuts. Yeah, heart nuts. But anyway, that was so my nickname for him when we were in class. <laughs> All heart nuts. Okay. So it's, uh, what does the B in Benoit B. Mandelbrot stand for? I don't know. Benoit B. Mandelbrot. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, and it just goes on forever. Yeah. Like fractals do. Do you ever... Man, I used to always get sucked into, like, fractal zooms. I just love watching them. Yeah. Like, they're... Uh, hey, if you haven't stared at a fractal zoom... Oh, my God. That's that's where math gets fun. That's when your your left brain gets all satisfied. You get that left brain itch. And your left brain your right brain want to talk about, like, art and, and relative distances. Man, itch that left brain with some, some fractal zooms. Yeah, and then do you ever start watching like the 3D ones people made? I was just about to say oh, that. Man. Like I'm not even kidding. Yeah. But these ones where it, they look like ancient Roman pillars. Yeah. That you like swoop through, but the way that the pillars are torn up and mirrored is a fractal and you're exploring Yeah, you can it. just like keep zooming in infinitely. Like that's yeah. the thing about fractals is like it's, yeah, super interesting. But Yeah, you get all close to it and you realize you're just... In on a, the wall of more of them that yeah, were just, yeah. oh man yeah just try to look just try to find like the deepest fractal zooms like people just do that shit dank fractal zooms yeah dank fractal zooms yeah get everyone on those fractals that's a that's a fun pastime i actually did like get a chance to watch one when i was on acid because that was like one of the things i always wanted to do and it was uh it was beautiful even more beautiful but it looked like water flowing across the screen it was pretty uh Nice. Amazing. That sounds better than, which is also good, exploring those visualizers that yeah, come with like Windows fun. Media Player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are still fun. They make cool little guys. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. All right. That's oh, it. Fractal oh. zooms, guys. Fractal zoom. Fractal yeah. zoom. Zooming fractally. Zoom your fractals. Zoom them. All right. So this one is pretty interesting. We kind of talk about this every once in a while. The world's first gene-edited child children were born in China. Oh, yeah. This is huge, you guys. This is one of those crazy, okay, two weeks worth of news. Uh, this is like one of those special ones that you got to know happened. Remember, mark your calendar of your mind for the past to say where you were when you heard about the first gene-edited humans, the first designer humans born to, in China. 
And there's the one little gene edit to make them less susceptible to AIDS. Yeah. But it's still, it's a gene edit. These the were HIV edited virus. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. I mean, that's just, uh, and the scientist, I guess, chose that one because uh, HIV is becoming a bigger problem in China. And both the parents have HIV, so they wanted the best chance of oh, the child not that? having oh, HIV. Yeah, yeah. So this is mainly um, targeted for parents that have HIV and don't want to pass it to their kids. They can have a kid with this gene flipped on to be extra resilient to it. But That's we can crazy. edit all kinds of genes, that means. Yeah, we just have to figure out like all the genes that are responsible for what things, and then it's like... Uh, it's Captain America time. Yeah, but people's pastors are going to say they can't edit their kids' genes here in America, so it's going to be one of those Chinese things. We'll never have it, yeah. That uh, poor rural America is going to be running over to China to get their genes edited on their kids. I'm sure they will. Yeah. (laughs) You want that designer stuff. China's going to be like the new Italy. So, you know, when when we have this, the question always arises. If you could have a gene edited or something modified... Besides having your entire body covered in fingers. Oh, I have to have a new one? Because I still want to be human Kreeshval and be covered in fingers. <laughs> Bones in them and everything. Just rolling around, just fingering my way around life everywhere. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like I would want like an eye in the palm of my hand. That'd be nice. You could investigate things sneakily. Yeah. Be a good spy move. Yeah, hell yeah. Could scare people suddenly. You could hold up a place without a gun by having a good blinking eye in your hand. Yeah, they don't know if it's going to shoot lasers. Nah. It's like, I'll fucking do it. Register is open, man. I'll shoot a laser. Yeah, just eyeball your money out of there. You seen X-Men, right? Oh. It's like my fucking hand. Eyeballs in the wrong place are one of the creepiest things. Like that used to be my biggest fear as a kid that that creeped me out the most is like a disembodied eyeball looking around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I used to have like nightmares of uh, like giant eyeballs looking at me through the window and yeah, shit coming at you man it's the worst yeah uh. i would always start like i lived in this house when i grew up and it just like in the dark you know your mind just starts making images so i had this one big window against this like huge wall and just always turned into an eyeball and i was like terrified i could never sleep as a kid because i was terrified of like Ugh. the giant eyeballs that were just appeared in my mind i had at the landing at the staircase at a house I lived at just a few years ago, a statue that my great-grandmother had of St. Martin, San Martin, who is the patron saint of animals, and a darker-skinned saint. That's like one of the black saints, hmm. actually. But she loved him, patron saint of animals. So I had this statue at this stair landing, and I purposefully put a red light behind it just to spook me out. <laughs> and, and my friends kept calling it Black Jesus, and I was like, no, it's San Martin. <laughs> all mad disrespecting my puerto rican heritage yeah right but yeah it was great because my perception it was like two feet tall so my perception of height with it down at the stairs would be all weird so i'd, I'd wake up in the middle of the night all all you know weird like you are when you're half awake and yeah, spook yeah. me out and i'd always get a good laugh at old san martin <laughs> messing with me you're like oh yeah i did that yeah i set I that up why. i set that up to spook me out and my poor roommates yeah like. <laughs> You got me good, me. Ah, Martin. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was, but like this, this gene editing thing. I feel like if it goes far enough in the future, if like one segment of humanity just like starts getting their genes altered, so they're just like, you know, harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. And then like we'll just like 
have a speciation and then there'll be like the old dumpy humans who didn't want to get get all the bells and whistles america we're just gonna be aboriginals that's what's gonna happen we're right. gonna be like the the maori in new zealand yeah they're oh. just gonna keep us in preserves i forgot to put this art, a link to this article but it's something i wanted to bring up because there was this uh christian missionary yes who went to visit this like indigenous Excellent. tribe segway hold yeah. on let's celebrate the segway oh yeah yes in related news. And I, I can't remember where it was because I didn't put the article. Hold but, on. Uh, it was uh, it, off the coast of India. Yeah, there we go. And the fishermen that took him there going to jail uh, because they were supposed to not take people to this island. And even more callous than just thinking that he could survive the onslaught of arrows that the Lord would give him some kind of bubble against yeah. just by being pure of heart and following his dream of teaching these, this lost civilization about Jesus. Uh, he also runs the risk of giving them a disease because they've been isolated this whole time. They've got no immunities. Yeah. So that's the main reason why the government of India strictly forbids anyone from visiting over on their island is because someone could wipe out their whole civilization and people have already. That's why yeah. their numbers are way low on this island. They just got to survive and do their own thing because they can't survive with us. They've been away from us too long. So this guy almost wiped him out with his stinky germs. Yeah, so totally. Good thing he got all arrowed up, honestly. It's uh, he saved uh, that, that <laughs> could have saved a lot of their lives. Yeah. And like that's what's like irritating about the whole thing is that like, you know, the the Christian side is going to look at him like a martyr like he was mm -hmm. just you know, he died trying to spread, but I'm like... Meanwhile, he literally could have killed all of them. Yeah. Like, you don't get to decide that for people, man. Like, no. I know you you really want to tell people about it, but, like, not everyone wants to hear about that shit. Yeah. And, like, you don't, you don't get to make that determination. I know, like, the, it, it tells you to do that, but use some goddamn common sense or you get full, <laughs> filled with arrows. Right. Like, what the, did he think was going to happen? That same Lord made all the diseases these people would get then, too. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> that... That crafty lord. <laughs> so he's making things too complicated. Yeah. Oh, man. But anyway, yeah. So that's, that's like, man, it makes you wonder, do I have stupid dreams? Do I have dreams that are going to get me full of arrows? But quickly I realize, no, none of my stupid dreams involve getting anywhere near anyone with any arrows. Yeah, because, you know, if you're, like, not thinking about it really deeply, but you're like, okay... Uh, if I want to go do this thing and, like, one of the possibilities pops up, like, oh, I could be filled with arrows, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to do that thing. There's a non-zero chance of yeah. becoming filled with arrows with this yeah. plan. I'm pretty, like, risk-averse because I just decided when I was really young, I'm like, you know, I just don't ever want to break a bone. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. Why be in situations where bones can break? Because I saw this, this dumb kid, this kid story time. Right. When I was like eight or something, this kid was playing on this tall ass jungle gym that we used to have. I don't know why they used to make like our jungle gyms like 20 feet tall. Yeah. As kids, you know, like the swing sets, they're always like massive. Yeah. I used to be able to slide for a while. Yeah. And so this kid managed to like climb up and was like dangling from the middle where he shouldn't have been. And, uh, and he realized he was stuck and it was a long way down. And then so he starts, like, screaming for his mom, who's, like, all the way across this field. And uh, she sees him, and she's like, oh, shit. So she starts mom running over. 
And of course, it's not going to make it. And the kid slips and falls and like broke his arm. And I was like, you know what? I'm never going to be as dumb as that kid. Wow. Like, it was never going to go to arm breaking territory. Yeah, I was like, I just never want to do that. Meanwhile, we both get in a car accident and break arms. Yeah, right. <laughs> but no, and the funny thing was, is after she uh, got him after he fell and he's all crying and she's like, why did, why were you like hanging there? Why did you do that? And he's like, I thought you would catch me. And I'm like, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's put like, put this on her now. She's now like, she's, a, she's be like a football field's length away. Yeah. Dummy. That's what you get. That's Probably why broken. I couldn't be a mom. <laughs> so I'd feel bad about that crap leading me around with guilt, little twerp. So I'd just be like, Psh, better walk your ass over here. Yeah. I ain't going to get your ass, I'm dummy. I'm not Captain Catch Mom. Right. You need to fall down less. Captain Catch Roo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's anyway. Shout out to moms. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> that's that's this month, right? Totally. Dude, every month is Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. True statement. Right? There's not gonna be a month where there's no moms born. It's there true. Ah, uh, I did that one already. All right, you might have to. I'm always interested in stuff like this. Yeah? Yeah, but you might have to break this one. I was, I was reading it earlier, but um, this drug company that, like, hella raised the price of the uh, opioid antidote, overdose antidote, which is usually, like, Narcan, I think. Yeah, I think that's just how it is. It's just shitty. There's an yeah. opioid antidote, and they also make money on opioids, and they we get more opioids out, more people need an antidote to OD, and just raise the price on that fella. Yeah, six hundred percent from five seven from five hundred seventy five bucks to forty one hundred dollars. It's they they frame it as if the research they had to put into it led them to only be able to sell it at either at cost or at a loss at first, uh, just to get it on the market, and then have to raise their price to actually recoup some of their research investment, and that that price is somehow justified. But I doubt it. It seems implausible. Yeah, and there's like this. This happens quite a bit, and like uh, I know experimental science companies. has some crazy money to. Yeah, they pharmaceutical companies throw some money at some stuff. I know they got to recoup that. But I mean, it just seems like on that level, it doesn't seem honest. It's yeah. a bad look. That's for sure. Because isn't that what uh, old uh, Martin Shkreli? Got locked yep. up for because he was in, he was the um, head of that pharmaceutical company and they like jacked their prices up like a couple thousand percent or something. And he busted that practice wide open in the process too, bringing to light how many other companies do that. Yeah. By saying, look, I don't need to justify this. These other companies are doing it. And I know it's not what they are putting into it that's justifying those prices. So, hey. Yeah, and he was really like blatant about it too. And they're like, "Shut up, man! Yeah, you're making us look bad. We're making us. You're making us look like you." No, there was a good. There was like this. I don't know if it's still on there, but there's this documentary on uh, Netflix called Dirty Money, and it's got like a six different episodes about different things and just how like fucked up the world is. And one of them was about this pharmaceutical company that was doing that, and eventually, like the company basically went almost bankrupt but 
they have to like keep the company running because it's the only company that can produce this like drug that people need to live Jeez. with this like rare disease, even though they jacked it up like, and it's like twenty thousand dollars for a month supply. Uh, they ran like, the company into the ground, so they have to stay. Oh yeah, just to there keep were, those people alive. Yeah, the whole company was just like a major pump and dump scheme, pretty much. But yeah, it's crazy, man. It it sucks that like our system even allows for that to happen like to that degree and there's not a I don't know that's why our, our insurance system is so fucked up because there's no like real transparency with that they're just like oh we got to charge you whatever we want the lack of transparency with the insurance is uh, unprecedented we're like the company the country that leads the way and healthcare costs being too high like yeah. we're champions at that we're so good our, our healthcare costing too much. But, hey, we pay less taxes than some countries. But what we don't pay, pay in taxes, we make up for in obscene insurance costs. We just pay taxes to a state and a country, so maybe it's, like, not necessarily less. We don't. In Nevada, we don't have state taxes, but imagine Californians. It's, like, yeah, worse yeah. than Europe over there. I don't know. I hope, like, the insurance thing gets, uh, we can have, like, a conversation or, like, you know, just, like, a national conversation on it because it, there's been, like, multiple studies done. And there was even a study done um, by this group. And they were, like, they set out to try to, like, prove that some universal health care system would be bad and more expensive. And they actually uh, came to the conclusion that it would be cheaper in the long run. Yeah, even with a bias. Yeah. To the study. They couldn't avoid it with the data. Yeah. Well, I like the point that you made before that just by virtue of how insurance works, you're unavoidably paying for other people's health care when you pay for insurance. Yeah. Or people that like don't have health care even because most of those people go to the... Uh, the same facilities that have to bill insurance. They go to like emergency rooms mm -hmm. and like, I mean, hospitals aren't just going to eat that. They'll just write it off as a loss. It has to be... Put it has to be baked into their charges for everyone else. Yeah. Um, man, what was I thinking of? I'm like forgetting everything. No, that's okay. That's what stingers are for. Thought moment. Yeah. Ooh, that one is like, huh? I'm like unsettled. Yikes. Yeah. Oh, and that's a, like I feel like in this country too, we look at everything as such like an immediate cost and don't think of like things in terms of investment or benefit mm -hmm. we say we do but it's usually investments to make more money as quickly as possible but like if you if you would look at healthcare as like an investment in society and realize that like if we all had preventative health care and could go get that you know for free that would save money from all those people who have to go to the emergency room from totally preventable conditions uh that they can't take care of because they can't afford health insurance in the first place. Yeah, and whether you can afford something or not, there's at least a paper trail of accountability and a way to do the books without so much mystery in it. Yeah. It's just like the healthcare we have and the welfare tip for people that can prove their income is low enough. It's like the system's already there, just like move some of the lines around and it's more of an umbrella and we can track it similarly. So it's not like a crazy amount of infrastructure has to change either. Yeah, it would probably be simpler. Um, but yeah, anyway, healthcare rant, as always. <sighs> that was going to lead me to another rant. But for now, let's learn. 
That's the underwater learning. No learning. There is only rant. So we landed another thing on another planet. But oh, yeah? It's that. It's, our, it's, it's you know, it's Earth 2. It's our... It's the planet we're used to landing stuff on besides this one at this point. It's Mars. Mars has got a new thing landed on it. We should celebrate because if we don't become a multi-planetary species, then our extinction is inevitable. Yeah, yeah. Because the planet's extinction is inevitable. Unless we move to another planet with a different age, one by one, we've got no way to surpass that. An extinction event is is a... inevitability, not even like a non-zero possibility, but even getting to one other planet uh, makes us uh, almost impossible to extinctionize us. Extinctionate us. <laughs> extinctionate us. Yeah. So like in part it. of that, we've got to get drilling. So we sent a probe over to Mars, and it's a big deal. It's going to drill 16 feet down and hopefully find oil. <laughs> Of course. Yeah. It's all about a bubbling crude. Black gold. Yeah. No, that would be great, though. If they found oil, we can refine oil into kerosene and uh, fly rockets from there awesomely. But it's more likely that they'll find, you know, like, different dirt. But maybe some of that dirt we can get some kind of uh, fuel out of. And how we're going to get oxygen and water out of refining the sand is still a mystery to me. I like to know how everything works. I like to know how they get drinkable water from piss. Yeah. I like to know how all these processes work. I do not know how the hell we're getting drinkable water. And uh, what's the other thing we need? Air? Yeah, Yeah. air out of the soil and Mars. I mean, there's those ice caps, I guess. Water trees, bro. Yeah, water trees. At least there's some ice. There is some water ice on Mars. We can go land closer to it. But still. Yeah, no, we just got to total recall that shit, man. If we can do what uh, is happening right now in National Geographic's Mars show, which is fictional, but it's like uh, like that realistic kind of fiction. Like, it's a maybe. Oh, where it's like a projection. Yeah, they find find a pocket of water under there. But say we find a pocket of water, there's going to be controversy over whether we're going to kill anything living in that pocket of water, touching it with our dirty drills to get that water. And And who gets the water? Yeah, who gets the water? Who owns the water then? Yeah, because corporations that are from a nation that didn't sign the Outer Space Treaty have basically no law applying to them when visiting this planet. It's nothing. It's the wild west of the max. Oh, man. That's going to be really interesting. I love, like, science fiction about that type of shit, where it's, like, it is always, like, the wild west. There's, like, I mean, there are usually, like, rules in place, but no one follows them because you're way too fucking far away from the governing body, so who cares? And it just becomes outlaw city, baby. Yeah. On that note, if you want a Radio Vegas dot rocks pen. <laughs> they have a stylus on the back. Yeah. These are so sick. The back that looks like a rubbery eraser is like a little pinky nubble to write on your touch device. And they actually work in outer space. These probably will definitely work on your tablet in outer space. <laughs> the pen part, that's anybody's guess. Yeah. You just have to go and test it out. Look at this regal green. Without a spacesuit. Yeah. 
you have to really schmooze us for these. This is merch that I don't even have available. I'm just bragging about it existing. You have to tune in to other Radio Vegas dot rocks programming to find out from one of the other shows how you can get one of these pens. There's the call to action. There we go. We're marketing now. <laughs> Ta-da. Speaking of marketing, there is... Is it uh, that time? You know, it's, it's in a way never not that time. But let's That's true. let's make it count. Let's let's be how we'd really want to go at this with our friends. All right. So hey, dishes. Aim a dish at the sky. There's something up there. You can get some TV. We were talking about cable being sucky. This is a way to get TV. Just call these people. Dish it up. 800-293-0328. Dish. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Call that number. Mention RadioVegas.rocks and you'll get that exclusive deal for us that's going to be like a better one and we get credit keeps the lights on same thing goes if you want to get flying through the air when you're slipping we'll through the fly. yeah metal tube getting all It'd airborne like, uh our our kelly yeah didn't he do a song about flying the, yeah for sure yeah he believed that he could and then and but even though he couldn't yeah he still believed it he fell down don't be like our kelly call this number mention radiovegas.rocks and uh, be like S. 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 Kelly. It's one letter later in the alphabet. 800-515-2397. 800-515-2397. That's 800-515-2397. That's your airplane number. Mention RadioVegas.rocks. These folks, too, if you want the best, if you want them to, to like, really hook you up on the, the national treatment when you're rehabbing, basically, you know, rehab. These are some rehab people. But maybe you don't want, like, traditional rehab. You need some talk therapy. You just need some advice pointed in the right direction. These folks. 800-961-2480. National Treatment Advisors, again, that number. Mention RadioVegas.rocks when calling it. 800-961-2480. Hmm. Okay, taxes. We mentioned you can have these people help with their taxes. Tax it up. Tax number. You can do taxes. Yeah. More than once a year. Taxes all day. Taxes uh, every four hours. Yeah. Taxes. 800-917-8546. That's 800-917-8546. Mm, okay. But hey, you know, financial things, there's other tricks to that. There's that financial score, that credit score, as they say. Uh, you know, that's a thing. And, and you can't avoid it. You can't. You have to play the game. So when you're playing the game Man. and things get riley, you need someone to uh, do some negotiating in your camp. These people negotiate that score better, negotiate your things you owe downwardly. Excuse me. Had a, had a scream stuck in my throat. Anyway. These people, Repair Your Credit, call them. Mention Radio Vegas, Don Rocks. So please make this free call and change your life. Mm. 877-857-1286. That's right, 877-857-1286. That's after that 877, it's an 857, then a 1286 for that credit repair action. Rewind if you want to hear it more times. If you're one of those, want to hear a number over and over again, people, rewind this. We've got all these numbers. We've got one left. This is my favorite one. Davidson, big idea. Yeah. Not just inventions, but also apps. Apps are like the new invention. They're intangible. They're immortal. They're conglomerations of data that could outlive us all doing things. And aren't we all just 
organizations of information performing tasks aren't based on data. Yeah. yeah, aren't we all just apps in that way? So if you want to be the mother or father of the next big, great idea app, these people can help fulfill this Davison big idea. I mentioned RadioVegas.rocks. Davison charges fees for services. 800-208-9876. 800-208-9876. Okay, stop. Stop fast-forwarding. Cut out. Finger <laughs> off the fast-forward button. No. 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 No longer are we making this about us. Now it's about you. Comments, even if you're listening to this pre-recorded, toss us a comment. Tell us how you're feeling. And... Uh, participate don't don't hate participate <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a cheerleader <laughs> nice yeah so we're back you know there's like hot zones here where i'd hit them too much you know we're gonna we're gonna get in some danker stinger pockets as we go here i said that before and i'm i'm just playing with my pens nervously all right, let's, okay, new news. Here's a, here's a dank one, Carol. Oh yeah, that's that little quick fella. What about this? Oh, here we go, all right. That's, that's a coming back. That's the door closing, okay. Oof, all right. Yeah, that's that, the one. That's the one. Now we're really back. Yeah, so you might have to break this one down for me. Oh, I love the news that starts that way. Yeah, uh, cannabis and ancient viruses. What do they have to do with each other? I was just studying up on this earlier today. Be ready to study up yourself to point out the flaws in what I'm about to tell you. But the way I understand it, which is inherently wrong, but (laughs) is a step in the right direction, is that there's been kind of an overemphasis on a fun fact about weed that we've discovered now that we've mapped the marijuana genome completely due to it being legal long enough apparently not only is this an essential step in all crops and plants that we currently subsist on our main food plants have all been mapped similarly to get the kind of resilience and steadfastness that we get in our current food plants so Mm. this was just one more step not only that but this is a major industrial plant i learned from this that hemp and marijuana while in the same family the biggest difference between them is that although i've always known industrial hemp tended to be low in thc Mm -hmm. it's actually higher in cbd cbd Hmm. if you're not familiar is very uh, promising for uh, seizures particularly it's also great for helping someone withstand chemo and pain elimination but does not have the same kind of uh, mild hallucinogen effects that THC has when you eat it and also the general high of mood enhancement that you get from THC. Now you can get mood enhancement from CBD, but it generally comes from feeling better and like less sick. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit more opiatic whereas THC is more like the euphoria you might get from a good trip without necessarily being that much of a hallucinogen without eating it because eating it, there's another chemical that happens in your stomach. So it's more hallucinogeny there. But regardless, not only learning the genes that separate these two major differences in strains, much differenter than the difference between sativa and indica, which are both uh, ways of classifying, you know, overarching 
categorizations of more THC filled marijuana. But anyway, so there's a fun fact about the THC and CBD generating aspect of the plant. The genes that have the programming to tell the plant to create these THC and CBD molecules were put into the plant by a virus. Hmm. So it actually turns out that a lot of the characteristics that differentiate plants that we know today, a lot of the things that make certain plants have weird attributes Mm -hmm. came from some virus that infected them and carried the data on that in it. So it's part of why evolution. Yeah. It's part of why a lot of plants early on in their evolution uh, create weird things. We Mm -hmm. find that there's all kinds of strange chemicals that plants just make. And they kept making those things because it either made animals like to eat them so those animals could poop their seeds around or spread their seeds in their fur. But there's something that they produced that made them desirable. And that's certainly something that happened with this plant, uh, leading humanity to cultivate it uh, for longer than humanity's had written history. So the oldest written things that we know of, even dating back before written accounts we can find in our own Old Testament or the Torah, if you go to a more OG translation, uh, you'll find cannabis mentioned in the salve that they would rub on people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so in that burning bush, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it's not like uh, there aren't metaphors in these things. But there's more specific stuff in, in older translations. People didn't know what to translate stuff into. But I mean, same root word uh, and everything. Like the word even looks like uh, related to the word cannabis. Anyhow, that's been kind of blown up in the media lately that like, oh, it's viruses in the weed that gave them the THC making stuff. But experts have actually said that that's not weird for all kinds of plants to have characteristics that came to them. Uh, from a virus putting that in there in there repeated virus attacks eventually yeah, embedding yeah. that into their dna yeah and it's more like uh just general how like the media will take like science news stories and run with them yeah and kind of <laughs> just like sensationalize them which is uh i mean it's interesting to you know learn about things like that but always do more research like if they link papers or something or other articles like check those out so you get the full story because usually the media when they sensationalize stuff uh, or the scientific stories, you find out that, like in this case, it's not that big of a deal at all. <laughs> we have one uh, comment from Kim. Uh, shout out to Chaotic Kim, who also has a show on yeah. the station on Radio RadioVegas.rocks. Look her up on Facebook. She mentioned Big Pharma, the company that makes one of the most prominent blood pressure medications also produces Viagra. Guess what a main side effect of the blood pressure medication is? Erectile dysfunction. Oh, that's so not hey, weird. We call that vertical integration in industrial companies. Yo. I had never thought about like medication being produced like that. If it's like mal- maliciously produced. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you know what? That's like a clever move, though. Yeah. I- I'm not uh, against that example at face value until you have people being over-prescribed blood pressure medications because their doctor got a nice golf trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then naturally the doctor's going to want to toss him the antidote, the little wiener antidote. <laughs> so 
All right, let's let's dank our way forward. Yeah. Ooh, that's the double swoosh. So this was a this was an interesting another scientific article. So do some more research. It might be a little sensationalized. Might be a little too dank. And it's it's you know kind of brief and probably doesn't go into the nitty gritty of the actual study. (laughs) As is the way. (laughs) Yeah, as is common. But so it's about basically what what happens to people when they lie. What happens to older adults when someone lies? Oh, no! Oh, man! Wait, we need to tease this more because this is harsh to find out. Okay, check this out. You're going to not forget this. Behold, this is something you're going to remember creepily when you look at anyone over 60 ever again. Yeah. So, the gist is... I'll lead with the conclusion, I guess. Yeah, just 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 drop the bomb. That... Uh, older people after a certain age range, it looks like the cutoff is 60 where there's like a significant increase of this, is that when they lie, it changes their memory so that they just believe the lie is being completely true. Like, yeah. I mean, we already know that... We're uh, finding that in the structure of their brain. Yeah. That they can convince themselves, uh, in fact, by default, yeah. will convince themselves of a lie within an hour. Yeah. So, and we already know, like, memory can be altered. Like, there's a lot of study that goes into that, and there have been... False memories. Yeah, false memories. Yeah. So, um, the way the study was conducted is they had, you know, a wide range of participants, a lot of different ages, and they would fill out a uh, questionnaire about just, like, normal stuff that happened to them throughout the day or the week or whatever. So, um, how many questions was it? 102 questions, right? So, uh, yeah. distracted. Where going? So anyway, so the first one, they have to answer 102 questions, and the researchers instructed them to lie on some of the answers. And then, about an hour later, they take the same test again, and they're supposed to answer all the questions truthfully. Well, the people in the senior bracket. Wrote the same answers a lot of the times on some of the questions that they lied about. Can this be interpreted that senior citizens are more likely to take a test like this for granted and just fuck with it and just joke around and just like mess up the directions? Yeah, it's entirely possible. Because there's some rebellious old people, but I really think that there's an equal likelihood that everyone took it relatively seriously. Yeah, and and that's the crazy thing. Like everyone thinks of this of memory as like this static thing that like once something happens to you it's ingrained in your mind and that's the way it always is but like when you remember stuff you're like it just gets more different every time you do that because you're like looking at a copy of the previous memory and any additions or changes you made like when you tell a story and it you elaborate a little more get a little more detail to make it more interesting yeah and that changes the memory from what, like, what originally actually happened could be completely different from the story it is 10 years later, you know? I mean, mostly it's, pro- it's probably pretty close, but memory isn't as precise a thing as we would like to think. I would, I would very hope that, I'd very hope that this is one of those things that you can put off, stave off until much older. If you keep your brain exercised with fresh learning, a lot of studies have proven that if you take on new challenges and are willing to learn new things and try new things like a young person would, 
that when you're old, that's how you stay young and fresh because your brain is used to being plastic, used to being malleable and growing new connections between things because it has to because you force it to just like your muscles get used to growing if you keep tearing them up yeah yeah your brain is you know ex- you gotta exercise your brain yo god at least do puzzles and stuff some video games video games is a big one uh, for reals uh, word puzzly games you gotta do that yo, even sudoku. if you're in that retirement home sudoku it up yeah doku scrabble yeah scrabble doki doki panic Doki Doki Literature Club. I have not. What is that game about? Because I've seen. Doki Doki Literature Club? Yeah. Get ready. Okay. Highly recommend this. Personally, I recommend watching PewDiePie's uh, playthrough of this. Uh, PewDiePie is neck and neck with T-Series as the top YouTube channel by subscriber number by subscriber count Mm -hmm. t-series is like india's equivalent to vivo they're a huge music video network so as a company they're like the inevitable winner but let's stave it off as long as we can subscribe to pewdiepie (laughs) (laughs) this person doesn't even want to be number one on youtube doing it but he does want to be relevant on youtube and his content's great his playthrough of doki doki literature club is hilarious and killer and Swedish. So plug aside, Doki Doki Literature Club is this game that looks very friendly, like a dating simulator yeah, in yeah. all a very uh, friendly, pleasant anime style. Yeah. And you meet these three girls in high school, and you're in high school, and you join a literature club with them, and they start to go crazy in different ways depending on how you interact with them. The game oh. has a hell of a warning that it's not for people easily disturbed and yet it's still uh got some flack in its day which was i I think about a year ago yeah because the it goes from this innocent childlike dating simulator to getting very dark as the girls get like where they'll they'll murder you or kidnap you to make you the the choose them over the other two girls oh jesus or or kill themselves in crazy ways what or the- each other they'll they'll murder each other they also crazier yet become aware that there are programs in the game each of the three girls at one point or another depending on how you play the game wakes up to realize that they're a bit of code uh, and one figures out how to delete the other ones. Oh, what? There's a point where to win, or at least one form of winning, yeah. you have to go into a folder that the game creates and like delete a folder named after one of them. So Whoa. you go in and it like deletes the character in the game. That's and the other crazy. character talks to you about it. Yeah, so weird stuff happens with your computer in that way that t- kind of takes you out of the... Uh, the false reality of the game and makes it seem yeah. utterly real because the way it discusses stuff actually on your computer. Yeah, that's pretty gnarly. And the, the way the text glitches out when they freak out and start messing with the game is very scary. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's becoming... totally disturbing. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. It's great watching someone else play it because I'm terrified to actually have that shit on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, but it's a free game and was made to create hype for another horror game mm. that I'm, I came out afterwards or is going to come out or something like that, mm-hmm. 
while still being like the satire of a dating simulator. Yeah, and a creepy ass satire. Yeah, Doki Doki Literature Club Doki on PewDiePie. Doki Literature Club. Yeah, dude, PewDiePie though. Go subscribe. It's a thing now. It's a thing you do. <laughs> Whoa. All right. <laughs> That's the, we're making old people noises like crazy in this one. Yeah, I am. I feel old, man. Yeah, but uh, but the camera takes away ten years. Yeah, I look at this true. footage. Oh boy, we look like like spring hens compared okay. to actually walking up to us in person. Yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> like, who the fuck is this bum? Yeah. What what have the years done to these crippled, derelict young gentlemen? Old gentlemen. Yeah, so this one's kind of a bummer. Yeah, let's have some bummer news. Yeah. <laughs> we got some dank bummers. Yeah. Dank bummers, get ready. I'm getting all smiley and excited to compensate for how sad I'm going to be about right. whatever this is. So the CDC says life expectancy for Americans is down. Of course. As more Americans die younger due to suicide and drug overdose. Yeah. So there's been a pretty consistent uptick in suicides over like the last decade. And, uh, of course, you know, the opioid epidemic is, I'm sure, wiping out way more people than uh, we should be allowing. But, you know, whatevs. What about that uh, minimum, you know, where you get, like, a minimum cost of living just across the board? Oh, and yeah. And you can, like, strive uh, to basic, make more basic, basic income. Yeah, basic income. I'm, I'm done talking about talk therapy and, and better mental health awareness about suicide. We're at a point where there's people born that are meant for roles that don't exist in enough plentifulness in society. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong or bad people or that should be medicated away from them. And yes, I'm also talking about artists. We need this mandatory, like this basic living thing because we're paying it out in welfare anyway. We're just making people jump through hoops for it. Uh, it's the way that we can spend way less on um, health care and social services for derelict people if they can take this and get their own stuff together and have a springboard in this way or at least have something to count on. So we don't have to track them down once they've already been run into the ground further as what we consider like derelict or homeless people. If we can nip yeah. that in the bud and keep them lifted up, it's going to cost us half the money. It sounds horrible. It sounds like the most anti-right-wing thing possible to just give everyone a certain amount of basic living. But it doesn't take much to, to just be pulled out of the poverty line um, if you're not averaging your poverty line to the point where all of us middle class are basically in poverty line compared to. <laughs> yeah, and I just, it's like, I don't know. It's so weird. I have a feeling I'm just like, kind of over just like the type of capitalism we have because i feel like the system just doesn't work for most people mm. um not saying like you know go full socialist but we've like, we've eliminated government regulation to the point where we're now corporately regulated yeah and corporations have no incentive to keep people any uh higher class than is necessary to purchase their products yeah if they're even retail and that's a small percentage of the corporations that have tried to control things. Man, if we could just be retail controlled, maybe we would have more middle class so we could all keep contributing to the economy. But yeah. retail is going to be in a downswing, which is causing a feedback loop of uh, retail jobs being able to sustain a middle class. Yeah, totally. And it just, yeah, I mean, that, 
It just doesn't look good. Like, I don't... it, And it's been such a shift in, like, you know, from looking at, like, tax, like taxes. Like, taxes are, like, evil. You know, we don't want the government to take taxes. And, like, everyone can say that now. <laughs> but it's, like, how do you think, like, the highway system got built? Yeah. Or, like, all this infrastructure came from that, like, allows us to, you know, some people to live in luxury or, or live in what most would... I mean... Yeah, most people in America still have more money than, like, what someone in some, like, not first world nation, you know, yeah. who would be considered rich. That's, like, nothing here, but, you know, yeah. that type Americans of are in the top 2% of the world. Yeah, but that, that could also just be saying, like, the conditions around the rest of the world are, like, way, way shitty, mm -hmm. you know? It's not necessarily that, like, everything is such so gravy over here. Well, especially when... Uh, on so many social issues, there's countries that have been able to take some risks that we're only now catching up to decade later. Even well, we're, we're we're just catching up to like talking about those things and not have them shouted down. Yeah. By like. Yeah, we're only now having. Is the best. We're only now having stem cell therapies that have saved lives and saved limbs, uh, saved productivity and and mobility to people across the pond for like a decade that only now we're doing and there's no dead babies involved. It's just stem yeah. cells taken yeah. from your own body in some of these treatments, torn ACLs. We just put up with insane stone age knee surgeries that are now solved by just injecting some stem cells made from your own body. Right. At this point we were super willing to just be left in the dark by this. Now we're being left in the dust by China uh, while they have no problem letting their black market get all the fentanyl in the world over to us when we don't on the street understand that fentanyl is for people that are dying. Yeah. So it's, it's incredibly easy to overdose on. So it's been in, found in the systems of all our dead celebrities. Yeah. And, and like, another, and this just ties into the whole like drug epidemic too, is like all the drugs are getting cut with fentanyl. Yeah. Like they found like, uh, like home, made Xanax bars, you know, you can, just get a, you can just get a pill press and make Xanax bars, you, just, Ooh, you know, it's so they're all cut with, with fentanyl and it's like hella killing people because people don't fucking know. And it's like, I guess drug dealers are just putting fentanyl in to get like permanent, well, as, as permanent as possible customers until they die, you know, well, it's, it goes a long way. Yeah. A little, it's very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like <laughs> a thousand times stronger than morphine or some shit. Yeah, especially if you're selling it, uh, marketing it based on its strength. Yeah. Like, yeah, these are like double stacks. But they're, yeah, and then there's like, they, they found cocaine cut with fentanyl and shit. Like, that whole thing is gnarly too. But yeah, we're all, but you know, I mean, we're all going to die anyway, eventually yeah. one day, so who cares? And you, you might want to blame China and be like, how could they do this? We're not the, the Westerners that gave them their opiate epidemic. Um, yeah right oh man but i could see some of them thinking that but i mean meanwhile we've got no problem with them just waltzing past us uh and technical innovation yeah the, the world leader in green energy yeah more solar cells per capita than any nation they've got some of the dirtiest cities but they're cleaning them up faster than we did with southern california just kind of leveled off yeah and then is it like what was that was it question five here? Was that the one about like investing in solar panels and that didn't pass? It was about deregulation. 
Was yeah. that the one? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Um, I don't know. Probably not. That question, I can't remember if it was five or not, but man, there's uh, a massive amount of spending to say no on it. Don't deregulate. And a lot of people mentioned that when California deregulated, their electric bill went up. But California's got a lot of uh, ways that bills have been passed where they seem like one thing, but it's set up for some corporation just to swoop up and take advantage of the deregulation and monopolize. Whereas we're currently monopolized and our power monopoly spent all the money on the no and all the no ads. Yeah. Meanwhile, the yes was put together by basically every other grassroots organization. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. So that was really confusing to find facts on that one. But man, following where the money was coming from for promoting it made it pretty creepily obvious. Yeah, yeah. So on that note, this is, this is the one. That's that. Suspense. Suspense. Uh, what do you call it when like a submarine has a depth charge? Yeah, depth <laughs> charge time. It's, it's a new year. We're at a new year right now. We're a month early on the new year, and I'm going to really learn which stingers are where. And oh, yeah. Oh, so you got to... All right. You got to tell me about this one. The penis facial. Okay. This was fun. I, you guys, you got to tell your friends... And shout out to like, comment, subscribe, share this with a friend because I put some time into researching this. There, <laughs> there is not, like it seems, if you just read one or two articles on this, there is not any piece of penis going on these women's faces. Not even removed, discarded Korean children's foreskins. They are involved, but it's not the foreskins themselves being somehow liquidated and Going and spread on liquidated. the face. Yeah, you know, put on spread on the face of Kate Beckinsale. No. What's happening is because it's a kid and it's like kid flesh they don't need, it's rich, it's rich in stem cells that they can harvest. And then the stem cells are put on the face. Oh. And that's like, okay, that's plausible. That they they stem cells are cells that turn into other cells. They're like pre-cells. And there's different kinds, and it's more complicated than that. But you can basically regrow some face skin by putting some stem cells on there, as well as um, like, a, like a low DC current being applied to the face that is done with medicine infusing. That actually is a, is a procedure to get medicine infused into skin in some cases, but that's part of the phases. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems really, really odd to me. It is. And it's being thrown around as this penis facial thing. And Kate Beckinsale got made fun of a lot for enjoying it. But, but I mean, it's uh, it's more complicated than you're just going to jump to conclusions. Not, yeah. It's not just a bunch of dudes just slapping their penis on women's faces. No, no. Or us like decapitate or depenising Korean children. Yeah, that's not what's happening now. You must, you must be depenist for the beautiful women <laughs> so women can be more beautiful. You're dying for a great cause. <laughs> you die from it too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just so you know. Well, why would you want to live? Yeah. So Google the penis facial if you're looking for that <laughs> ultimate yeah. rejuvenation. Yeah. Please Google penis <laughs> facial. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll get exactly this right away for sure, I promise. It'll turn out just show, like that. Yeah. Show your boss. Gather around. Yeah. Hey, did you guys hear about the penis facial? Just type that in. Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that I doesn't need it. a disclaimer, right? You know, don't actually do that. I think... I think no, we have to disclaimer clear. everything these days. Apparently. Don't stick the penis facial in your vagina. Don't uh, tell the government that you're storing... Uh, that you're like a... Like, forged documents that your uh, munitions disposal recycling company... Then go out of business and not tell anybody that the musician, the musicians, the musicians that you took out of these rounds, that you just stored them in some bunker so they uh, blew up years later into a giant mushroom cloud causing like 30 something million dollars in damage. Where was it? When did that happen? Uh, this is uh, something I was just reading about today. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's like a giant mushroom cloud of musician, musicians that blew up. <laughs> you know, those army musicians. Very volatile. High grade. <laughs> High grade. Military grade musicians. Yeah. <laughs> so they are they are very sued. But not as sued as Takashi Six Nine. Right. So <laughs> So they just like emptied out all these munitions and, and the Yeah, and then they recycled the shells and stuff, probably turned them into like uh plotters and, and table lamps and stuff. Yeah. And then the explosive part they just stored it in a bunker that they rented from the security agency that they, so I think like it was like for the Navy or something. They rented mm -hmm. it for them from the Navy. Like, well, we'll just rent one of your bunkers and put your explosive crap. You told us to get rid of in that until later it blew up. They had bags of igniter just like out in the open on tables, spilling and stuff. Oh man. In the same room as all the, did it, did it say like how long ago they like did this? Has it just been chilling there for a while? Yeah, they went out of business in like 2012 or something. Damn. Declared bankruptcy. They're like, up oh, out of our hands. Yep, <laughs> just leave it's the that. Navy's problem now. Just leave this over here. Oh man, suckers! So great, <laughs> so great. So on that note. On that note, nothing. Wait, wait, we got this. Ooh, that's a like combo. That one. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like something terrible is about to happen. Perfect. And it is. <laughs> no, so there was like a pretty huge-ass earthquake in, in Alaska. Alaska. Yeah. And Not there was like a tsunami warning. Yeah, they had to cancel the tsunami warning. Oh, did they? Okay. For now. But they're bracing for aftershocks. There has been major infrastructure damage. Yeah. So Anchorage is going to need rebuilding. Yeah. Level. That's just gnarly, man. I, it, I'm, yeah, earthquakes can happen pretty much wherever, but uh, you just don't like consider it to happen in Alaska, I guess. You're always waiting for like a huge one to hit California or something. Well, Alaska has had earthquakes, and there has been speculation that there would be a big one in Alaska, actually, oh, because that? of all the pipe drilling, oh, yeah, drilly yeah, pipes. Yeah, yeah. So when you, right. when you get all drilly piped, and you create a uh, vacuum in an area, you pull with force, uh, you know, a hydraulic fluid out of a vessel, you're removing a support structure. You're moving yeah, that's true. Something to, and so something's got to move and shift at some point. Similarly, there is lava flows near this island that uh, 
have been reported over the last week as uh, seismologists around the world being confused over the Earth ringing like a bell. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, like, ask you about that. So this right now tentatively is being linked to lava flows off the coast of this French island. And I'm not sure if it's actually near France or just French people own it. I think it might actually be more like it's Africa just, territory. It just, it just wears berets and smokes cigarettes. It's like got that look, the striped shirts. stereotype. <laughs> I'm a terrible person. I'm going to hell. But from what I looked at it as, because uh, I wasn't satisfied with just the, the fancy terminology of like, oh, the earth ringing like a bell, seismologists are utterly baffled. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They, they know where it came from. They're looking into what caused it. But what's weird is we usually have a spike um, that's an abrupt uh, vibration, and then it could ring over the surface of the earth. This just had the ringing. Hmm. without the abrupt one, very low frequency. Yeah. So what I'm assuming, given that it also is coming from a lava flowy area, is that this is really similar to one of those rare farts that you get that's like a long, low, rumbly one yeah. instead of being bursty at the beginning. <laughs> it just seems like the best correlation to put from these ways these scientists were descri describing different frequencies of waves yeah. and, and uh, frequencies and sub-frequencies in the way that two surfaces rubbing together, you get where I'm going with this, surfaces flapping together while one material is traveling between them. You get just like those rumblies in I'm your having, tummy. I'm having trouble picturing that, was. Yeah. If you've ever been in a relationship with someone and decided to put your ear to their belly after a meal or maybe mm. uh, before... A meal that happened later than intended. There's all kinds of gurglies and rumblies, and they're very different. And I think that we haven't really been keeping records on this earth long enough to know all the different ways that rumbles and gurgles and farts yet. So I think this is part of discovering some new ones there, while also actively causing them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really want it to be like the abyss. <laughs> Like, it's just the, the giant underwater spaceship from Aliens that landed here years ago. It just moved a little bit. Someone, like, leaned too hard on one side of the ship, and it, it fell and tinked something and caused a particular... That's that's my theory. That water worm thing, when it got a face on it, yeah. and then they cut it with that door. Check out the abyss, you guys. Yo, classic. Creepy. Classic. Or, like, one of the most, like, agonizing scenes where they're... They like use that liquid oxygen. Yeah. So they like so breathing the in that pink stuff. That was totally the other memorable scene oh, I was man. in that movie. Just because it's like su such a foreign concept to like breathe liquid. Yeah. You're like I'm totally gonna die. Ugh. <sighs> to watch someone go through <laughs> that. Also, the pace of movies, even that long ago, everything moves slower. The older the movie, now that I mentioned this, it's gonna bug you. But the older movie a movie is the slower the pace all the scenes are yeah but i i don't know i i enjoy that like a little patience yeah like let a little let some stuff brood like yeah. aliens it gets bad though when you get into black and white era stuff like yeah. audrey hepburn movies yeah that was a, a bummer to discover that like any audrey hepburn movie you might as well just watch it in 2x time because it's not moving quick or they're just like weird like uh like My Fair Lady, uh -huh. you know that movie where the the dude takes the the woman who speaks like Cockney English, uh -huh. and he's like a he's like a 
professor and he's like, I will teach her to speak properly within one week or whatever, you know. And then he ends up like, and then he's a total asshole to her the whole movie. (laughs) And then he ends up like falling in love with her, but he still treats her like shit. And then like the movie just ends. Like, I don't know. Like, you're why like, did I invest in this? You're like, well, it, you, like when it ends, it, it doesn't feel like a, a, there's any resolution. Oh. He's just like, I like you now, but I'm still an asshole and I'm going to treat you like shit. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, the movie is so crazy. I'm like, what the fuck is this movie? Oh, man. No, there's, there's some good black and white shit, though. The Marx Brothers, man. Oh, oh dude, the Marx you know, Brothers that's are That's an legit. interesting exception because all those move quite peppy. Yeah, and they're really, like, just... Sped up a lot of times. Yeah, and there's, like, jokes all over the place. Like, Mm. they're really clever and uh, a lot of wordplay and just silly situations, but... When all video was basically, like, Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) People are not used to looking at these moving pictures, so we've only got a short attention span to feed them with this. Like, wow, that's interesting. Now we're super used to them, and we have a very short attention span of it up and it's Yeah, like, now movies are just, like... Jump cuts, especially action movies. They're just like jump cuts. Yeah. Oh man, it's insane. Like you should. Uh, some scenes are just like over the top. You're like, why did they do this? Like, there's like 50 cuts in like two minutes. What the hell? I love the short attention span um, cooperation in media, like catering to that, rolling with that because, you know, we all get the same amount of time, about approximately, like in a day or whatever. The sun's not setting any quicker or later for anybody else. So if we can all use it more efficiently, even when we're giggling at stuff, that's pretty cool, I think. Yeah. I mean, I can see it just like, but it depends on what you're like, the type of movie, you know, some movies are supposed to be kind of slow and suspenseful. We were talking about the Mormon church is now moved from three hours to two hours. Yo, but you still got to do all that shit afterwards. (laughs) You just got to do an extra hour of shit afterwards. Like, oh man. So, I don't know. <laughs> Fixed. That was the one problem we had. We're yeah, back. Yeah. We're joining back again. <laughs> totally. So, for anyone who's a Mormon, they're like, t- going to church as a kid was like fucking agony, <laughs> man. Three hours. You have to sit. You have to sit through like the one hour church service. Yeah, you're not in the same room for three hours, fortunately. No, yeah, thank Just God. two of those. The second two, if you're a kid. God, we'd all be killing ourselves. <laughs> uh, and then you have to go to like a Sunday school class. And then, like, some other, like, scripture study class or something. Then it's, like, Sunday school, but just for your gender. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if you're a male, because you're in the Aaronic priesthood at a certain age. At first. Then yeah. the Melchizedek. Yeah. And it's, like, 13 or something you get in the Aaronic uh, priesthood, right? Which, if I remember right, yeah. Which basically just means, like, you're their bitch. <laughs> you're their little kid slave. Yeah. And I remember, like, they would assign my dad to go collect tithes from people who hadn't tithed in a while. Oh, great. Yeah, like, that's going to be friendly. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, like, as a kid, I had to do that. And it would take yeah. hours after church. And then there was, like, other shit you had to do all the time after church. And then there was, like, mandatory fasting. Dude, did your, <laughs> was your church do that? Like, once a month, right? Yeah, fast Sunday. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a universal And it's thing. not, like, mandatory, <laughs> but everyone just, like, looks down on you if you don't do it so <laughs> you at least have to pretend to do it my parents were pretty strict about that yeah. man. now though i'm actually like the concept of intermittent fast as like a health thing yeah 
there's like value to that. And it's like coming back into my life a little bit. But for a while, I was like terrified. I had like some blood sugar crash. Yeah. I think I was dying if I went like a whole day without food. But I'm like, hey, just skip a couple meals. Intermittent fast. Anyway. Yeah. Plus, it's kind of a challenge like to see how long you can fight that part of your brain that's like, feed me, feed me, feed me, feed me, you asshole. Yeah, because you'll live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to die anytime soon, but it's... uh. <laughs> It's difficult. It teaches your brain just like crazy. Yeah. And like you have to really fight hard to make it not do what it wants to do. Or it'll just like make you believe. It's like, nope, you actually really want to do that thing. And make you do whatever you've done before. That's why people get uh, stuck in thought loops, get stuck in bad patterns and bad habits because your subconscious makes you feel comfortable and happy with what's kept you alive so far. Yeah. So that's, that's why trying new things is so scary and moving out of your comfort zone. And a lot of things that are known to be involved in growth as a person yeah. are some of the things that you have to fight the most fear over. So going with your gut, sometimes your gut's just a thrill seeker and that's great. Other times your guts, um, um, a big pussy gut. You've got pussy in the gut. Not that pussies are bad. They're great. They should be on the outside, snuggled, not in your guts. Uh, where was I going with that? Pussy guts. <laughs> I just want to say that more because I was just amused by that phrase. So you got to be brave to keep failing over and over again to succeed in anything. That's why we have a talk show. Yeah. So prepare. Failing constantly. Yeah. Enjoy the, the constant failure you can join us with as family. Because that's who's listening right now. It's just a family. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> but that's the thing. Tell your friends so we can keep learning and growing together. We've got our thanks to our crack news team. This sounded like we're closing out. We're not. We've got a few more. It's yeah. time actually now for news chug. Yeah, we actually tore through some of the biggest ones I was anticipating. Yeah, yeah. Um, let me see. Oh, this one. We got, you got to let people know about this. Uh-oh. My boy Aphex Twin. Yeah. Audio news alert. <laughs> so, Apex Twin, he's got mad samples out. Go get his samples. We're all going to compete to see who can make the coolest tracks with these Apex Twins samples. Hit me up on SoundCloud. Post stuff to my Facebook. I'll post stuff to your Facebook. You know who I'm talking to right now. All y'alls. Get up on these Apex Twin samples with me. Swap some samples with me. You can get samples from us, from Ange Kerfoot, uh, at postorganic.com. Postorganic.com is going to be the future hub of more Ange Kerfoot and I collaborations. But right now, from all tracks from both of us, we've got six samples over there. Grab some of our samples, grab some of these Apex Twins samples, and compete with us to see who can make the sickest tracks. Sick track competition. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. I'm glad he did that. It's a shining example. Put your samples out there. Send me your samples. See what I remixly up appetize. But you got to put them in my inbox, either on Instagram or Facebook Messenger. Because if you go asking me about it, see when I respond, just, just give them to me. Just give me the samples. Don't try to time it with me. Don't say that you want a certain genre out of it. Just set it free into the wind. Let it happen. Yeah. Sample it's a, party. It's an interesting concept. And a few musicians have done that before. Um, or something similar, but I don't know. It seems interesting because a lot of people are really like, you know, this is my music and I made mm. it with a certain thing in mind, but like letting other people borrow it and be creative with it 
well, like, if they get exposure, you'll get exposure because, you know, it's your, yours was the original. For sure, especially arrangements. I think remix is uh, one thing that's helped them be so popular as something that happens in music unavoidably in spite of all copyright things that get in the way is that you can take a piece that has great hooks, but have it happen in a new arrangement, have mm -hmm. what it shows you happen in a different order and you have a bigger pattern recognition game or a different pattern recognition game. Cause for example, pop music tends to have very simple, predictable arrangements because yeah. it's supposed to be candy. Like it's supposed to push winner buttons for you right away. It should be winning all over anticipating what's happening and something poppy. That's why it tends to be likable yet forgettable. And you get over, uh, a sides and then you get the artist's album once the, the pop got you hooked and all of a sudden that a side you bought the album for is the grossest one that you always skip. It's yeah. those deep album tracks that slowly worm their way in to get, get you to love them. Um, that somehow relates to where I was going with, uh, you know, that's I know, it's been having me. It's something I wanted you to know. So there you go. Yeah. Arrangements. Okay. So yeah, fresh arrangements of hooks is a great way to make them fit other people. When you have like a more intellectual, more surprising, less predictable arrangement mm -hmm. of some hooky stuff, that's how a lot of mainstream music ends up even more popular in the underground where you have these remixes that surpass the originals. Yeah, yeah, totally. By just treating your fans like they're smart, which is part of this media here, we're pretending that you guys are really smart and treating you that way. And that's what I think is important in good content as we all move out of high school. <laughs> There's plenty of people making content for high schools. Uh, that's not what we're doing here. We're getting heady. This is uh, that... Um, that heady stuff. PG-13. Yeah. All right, give me a second. Okay, news chug is happening. We're building suspense, having news to chug, and we're chugging some news, slamming some doors, closing the vault, listen to submarines. I guess since we're close, we can we can delve into this. Um, I know everyone loves talking about political stuff. Sorry for all the pen noises. I've been making the pens make all this noise <laughs> in my hands. Oh wait, first let's dive into this one. This uh, Trump retweets this meme with like. A bunch of people uh, behind bars. And one of them, someone that he appointed. Yeah, Rod Rosenstein, the deputy attorney general. That's like his boy. Why yeah. do you want to put him behind jails? Right. But it was like, it was like Obama, Robert Mueller, and like Biden and Hillary. Yeah. It just it's seems so crazy. silly. Why are we still picking fights with Hillary? It's like, why don't we pick fights with Al Gore? Why, yeah, why don't we bring right? back talking shit on Al Gore? Yeah. You know why? Because he's not president and never was. Yeah. So. <laughs> you guys you guys remember Ross Pro? Yeah. He didn't win. Yeah. So why are we wasting our mouth on him? But you guys still love him and you're just mad. Everyone's mad that Ross Pro didn't win. Yeah. Ross Pro and uh, Al Gore are still conspiring to take down our current presidency. Because both of them are still super relevant, you guys. Like, imagine if that was going on when Bush was president. Like. I know. That would be crazy. What if, what if Bush, too, has just spent all his time talking about how Clinton was still messing with him? Right. Or Gore, because Gore, <laughs> lost, know, yeah, exactly. Gore lost the election. Yeah. And Gore. off a pretty, like, heated election, if no one remembers, like, mm -hmm. the Florida debacle. And the hanging chads. Yeah. Oh Yo, my comment God, if dude. you remember the hanging chads. Yo. I'm, I'm even going to tell you what that is if you don't know what that is. And hanging was, chads. Yeah, and that, that whole thing is actually fucked up because, like, Dangling the Supreme chads. Court basically just came in and was like, oh, stop counting. Yeah. Just like, just give it's, 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 it. it's George Bush. It's Bush enough. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah. And then if the whole, it was like everything that George Bush did wrong, it was like actually Al Gore's fault because he's a conspiratorial mastermind. Yeah. Not that he wasn't handed a pretty decent economy. Yeah, right. There's just military into the ground. Yeah. But you know, wars, am I right? <laughs> hey, got a war. Got to have that little military industrial complex. We're just building schools, though. Yeah. We're just going over there and building schools. That's it, I promise. Schools that kill people. Oh, wait, those, those are just American schools. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're the, we're, we got the metal detector schools over here. Yeah. All right, wait, wait, I saw a reaction there. What's this? No, I was just thinking, I'm like, that's, that's the kind of jokes we make in America is about schools killing people, where children should be going to learn and become, like, uh, valuable members of society. Nope. Have a pretty high risk of uh, death. Higher yeah. than they should have. <laughs> anyway. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Not, not we, really. we put way more money into imprisoning people than, like, counseling them about anything. <laughs> like, what was... I heard this, and it, it... Just it put the thing, in, the whole prison thing into perspective. Is that we imprison more people than China. Yeah. And China, and China has, has like, way more people. Yeah. <laughs> like, three plus... Three point whatever times the amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, more than three times for sure. Yeah. I, if I remember correctly, and I'd love to be corrected on this in the comments because I, I think that would liven things up if I was called out on my half facts more often. We'd all learn better. Yeah. But I'm, I'm giving you some half facts to dive into. Yeah, it's like three point something billion to our not even a billion. Yeah, there's only like... India's a, at like billion and a half. Yeah. Are they at like three billion? Is it that high? China's over three billion. Really? Yeah. I thought they were uh, like just over a billion. Like a billion and a we're half. We're the ones just below a billion and they've got triple us. Okay, hold on. Population, boom. 1.3 billion in China. I'm sorry, in 2017. And I think U.S. is like almost 400,000 or 400 million. So, yeah, we're... 300 something million. We're about a third of a billion. Yeah. So, yeah, 325 million. So, they definitely have... Uh, Four time. times, four times our population approximately. Damn. Just not, not as high as I thought, but four times. And then India's hanging out like neck and neck with China, yeah, just below yeah. them at 1.3 billion. That's crazy, man. So Sweden has less population than all of them, yet the largest YouTuber in the world by subscription, <laughs> PewDiePie. So don't forget to subscribe to oh PewDiePie. I'm going to do that. Just, just Finally, you finally... Convinced me. Yeah. How and many say, times can I segue into subscribe to PewDiePie? Yeah. That's I don't great. even care about my own show anymore. Just yeah, subscribe just... to this guy for Sweden. Real talk, Sweden, though. Yeah. Okay, we got our last five minutes. We've got maybe two minutes of news. All right. So, just real quick, if I know there's, there's a lot that happens in the political sphere, this and that, but uh, the special counsel investigation into Russia tampering with our elections and other crimes that may have been committed. Um, Michael Cohen, who was Trump's attorney for many years and his personal fixer, uh, who was indicted, uh, it was a couple of months back, like three, maybe four. I, I have trouble mm -hmm. like keeping track like how long things take because it just seems like so much happens in a short amount of time. This is a juicy lid on our news, though. Yeah, so... It's basically hella lying. Yeah, so he's he's cooperating with um, Robert Mueller, who's heading the 
investigation. His plea deal is nixed now because he's had too many pro- pre- proven lies. But our own president's not admitting yeah, that Yeah, and us. he's basically admitted that he lied to Congress about some possible deal that was going on, like, during uh, the candidacy. But the fun part is, from what you were telling me earlier, see if I'm getting this right, the president totally corroborated his lies because they teamed up even with him in prison to, like... Well, that was Manafort. Have the same... Oh, okay. That was a separate thing, yeah. So... Cohen is different because he's, like, fully cooperating uh-huh. with Mueller. Um, While still lying. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Th- this was, like, he admitted that he lied to Congress before he got indicted okay. about this thing. Um, and then, so, basically, like, him, if, if he's admitting that he's lying and what he said uh, is not true, then that means a lot of other people also lied about the same thing to Congress. Mm. Like Trump Jr., uh, and probably Attorney General Sessions and all, all all the other people that were on the campaign that were questioned by Congress. Um, so that is really interesting development. And yeah, a lot of crazy shit has happened this week regarding that. So I don't know if I mean if you guys follow it or whatever. Go it's like research. a witch hunt, except there's actual witches. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I love one of my favorite things is like because Trump has been tweeting about it this whole week, kind of crazy stuff, and uh, he changes the cost. Of the, uh, you know, the investigation. At first, oh, the, yeah. first it's like, this has cost taxpayers $30 million. And then the next day, it's $40 million. Mm. But it actually has recovered more than that in assets from Paul Manafort. They recovered like $60 million. <laughs> so so it's technically that... like a profit so far. <laughs> <laughs> so just from one of these dudes that the government had to recoup money from him. That, yeah. Yeah. This, so it's not, we've made money on this. Yeah, which is hilarious. Jeez. What I don't get is why that isn't illegal. For like, okay, the fact is we made money on this. The president said we lost money. That's obviously a lie. Yeah. But yeah. like there's no punishment. There's not even a fine that the president gets for lying. It is perfectly legal for presidents to lie. Yeah, totally. Like, what do Apparently. you want to call that other than a lie? Like or, the president to tell you something that's not true. President to be misleading or false advertising for the president. Anything that like a corporation can't even get away with. Right. As far as data being incorrect when it's from a source that should be providing correct data. Yeah. No penalty. Yeah, totally not. <laughs> no not. even obligation to go out there and be like, hey, uh, I'm being forced by the government to tell you that this thing is not true or I receive a fine. Like any newspaper, any media agency can get fined if they don't print a retraction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's totally crazy. But, uh, so on that note, hey, we got to, oh wait, hold on, it's this one. Yeah. Ooh. We did it. Might I didn't think I was going to make it. Over difficult. I know, I was worried I'd keel over. Yeah. You guys, stay tuned, RadioVegas.rocks. Plenty of other sweet programming on this dear station. Couldn't do it without them, couldn't do it without you. Help learn and grow at people all day. Stick around. Mm-hmm.